number one of the high school football season. We've waited nine months for this, and it's here. Zach Dean, Chris Boyle, Daytona Beach News Journal from the uh, Apollo Space Capsule. That is the News Journal Studios. A lot of good games this week. Delan and Mainland obviously is is the biggest game of the week, and I think for the second year in a row, it, it could very well kind of decide who the king of the area is. Yeah, these are two teams that certainly dream of finishing the year at Daytona Stadium that are going mm-hmm. to start the year at Daytona Stadium. How long Stadium. have you been working on that one for? Too long. Just way too long. <laughs> You've had all offseason to work on that intro? Yeah, we had nine months to come up with something to, to, to hook the fans That's in. That's a good hook. Uh, this is a great matchup. Offensively, Mainland against DeLand's defense, I think, is certainly something that the the area is going to be interested to see how it plays out. You look yeah. at the skill on both sides of the ball. Mainland, of course, the quarterback to Ron Keith, a real difference maker, one of the toughest tackles and one of the toughest players to keep in front of you in the entire county. Uh, DeLand, you've got Avante Williams, the number one safety in the nation. Mm-hmm. You've got Ian Schoenwetter, a productive three-year tackler, has been an all-area fixture. You've got Ben Knox. You've got Mizell Williams. Just a loaded group. There's not a lot of holes on that defense at all. Yeah. Keith played the second half of the kickoff classic, and they came back from 10 down to beat Hardy. And you also saw Isaiah Gordon, the Deltona transfer, worked into that game more. He scored the final touchdown. So I'm really curious to see how Mainland distributes the wealth, how they how they get those guys mixed in, because they like Nate Braswell, who came back from Lopez. You've got Jordan Jackson, who is also an option as uh, both a running back and a linebacker. They also have Wayne Matthews, who's going to play. It sounds another like Lopez play, kid, right? Yeah, it sounds like he's going to play specifically linebacker. But he's another guy that ran for a whole bunch of yards last year at Father yep. Lopez. There's just so much that both of these teams possess. So many different ways to hurt you and beat you. It's really a coin toss. Last year, Deland got the win, thirty to twenty. Mainland this year has the home field advantage. They've won a handful of years before that. It's really anybody's cost who's going to emerge as the winner of that game. Oh, apparently not, because in this group, two out of the three guys picked Mainland. I was the lone bulldog. So when uh, Steve, why, Al- why do you believe in Deland? Let's hear it. I will make I, your case. I, I think it's some sort of recency bias because I did see them last week. Mm-hmm. The defense looked really good. The defense was flawless against Wakaiba, who was really good last year. I know Wakaiba is, is a bit of a rebuilding team this year, but the defense led up like two passes through three quarters last week when the starters were in there. The defensive line was in the backfield all night long. They tackled really well. I mean, I, I, I think this is going to be a low-scoring game we both do. I think I have 17-14 to land. You I have 14-10 mainland. mainland, yeah. Godwin has mainland as well. To me, it, it comes down to two factors. I think the home field advantage. Mainland's traditionally been so good on their home field against local teams, and I really do think yeah. Teron Keith is good for one game-breaking play. Sure. That has a little, bit, a little bit of that Denzel Houston in him. A little bit. Uh, you're going to be at that game at uh, Daytona Stadium. Yep. I'm going to be in Port Orange at the new Spruce Creek Press Box. Thank God I can actually not sweat off 25 pounds in the game tomorrow night. Spruce Creek and Seabreeze, a, another rivalry, doesn't quite have the same uh, pizzazz as Delane and Mainland does right now. But Spruce Creek uh, with Marvin Scott, obviously they looked pretty good last week against uh, T.C. Williams. Seabreeze... They played Saturday and lost to University, right. correct? Right. I think eventually the luster is going to get back on this rivalry because uh, Seabreeze has taken a lot of positive steps under Pat Brown. Mm-hmm. A lot of the coaches and a lot of the people I've talked to in this area seem to think he's going to get that program going the right direction again, and they really believe in what he's selling to that program. 
Uh, right now, I think that the difference on the field is is pretty substantial. Yeah. Marvin Scott is just going to be a nightmare for for Seabreeze's defenders, depending on how long he plays in this game. Now, he did play all four quarters against T.C. Williams, which was a bit of a surprise uh, to me. 6,005 rushing yards the last four years. We've kind of harped on that stat, just the, the productivity, the physicality, the breakaway speed. He, he ran away from defenders in, in a touchdown in the first half against T.C. Williams. It's so hard to bring down. Yeah, hurdle the guy around the 20-yard line. Uh, for Seabreeze, they, they're going to have a new look in the skill positions. Otis Walker takes over a running back, a player they're very excited about. They like some of their young receivers as well. Uh, they've, they've definitely got the steps to go forward and, and be more of a threat, especially in their district this year. But I do think this is a, a very tough matchup for them. I covered this game last year, and it was lopsided. But uh, Marvin Scott dominated for two quarters, and then he got hurt. So I think Andy Price has to be a little careful. But then we talked about that last week. His health, so much of Spruce Creek season rides on his health. I could see him playing a couple quarters of man done. But I, I, you're right on Seabreeze. I think they're going to surprise some people. The expectations aren't high, so it's not hard to surprise some people. The defense has always been pretty decent at Seabreeze, and now they're bringing over a defensive guy in Pat Brown. So that unit could be a little bit better than you think this year. One player I'm really fascinated to see is going to be Harold McKay, who yep. goes from being more of a defensive end last year into a middle linebacker role. They're really excited about his size and his athleticism. They think they can use him certainly as, as kind of the linchpin of that defense. Potato Bowl, which a couple years ago was huge. I mean, it was the biggest game in week one. It's when Matanzas had things rolling and FPC was a little bit For down. lack of a better word, last year Matanzas got mashed. Yeah, hey, look at you. Thank you. Good one. Have you have you worked on that all offseason as well? Don't question my methods. Uh, FPC is rolling right now. I thought they were pretty impressive in last week's preseason win, a game we thought would be a bit of a challenge for them. They seem to step up. Uh, and, 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 again, Matanzas, they were uh, blown out in this game last year, I think second year under Don Matthews, see if they show any progress. Do we, do we see it being – any more competitive this year? Well, the, I think FPC can't necessarily afford to sleep on, on Matanzas here. I do think that the rivalry factor always kind of hypes it up, and, and yeah. Matanzas is going to certainly treat this as a big game for them. They've got a couple players that I think can beat uh, any anyone on any given day with Skylar Williams, Mashad, a very strong and, and sturdy running back is kind of the, the anchor of that flex bone attack, and then yeah. Noah Cundiff can beat anybody over the top. He's got a couple of touchdowns, long touchdowns. I remember one against uh, Mainland on a trick play last year. So there are certainly ways in which Matanzas can hurt FPC, but I do think the depth, the the overall talent disparity is pretty significant in this game. Uh, FPC's excited about what Donovan Montoya is going to be able to do this year. They think he really got better over the summer. I think he kind of saw it last week, too. Yeah, he was 6 of 9 for 100 yards passing against Atlantic Coast. They think he's going to have a much better year. They've got three running backs they really like, and Ty Jenkins and uh, Mark Genus and Chris Parks, who had three touchdowns on the ground last week. They really like their offensive line with four starters back. Their defense is going to be stout. You know Travis Rowland's going to coach those guys up. Uh, I think it's going to be another win for FPC. They've really kind of reestablished control in that county. Uh, we all across the board had Spruce Creek and FPC, and I think we all had University as well, University and Deltona playing. Uh, University had their preseason classic rained out. They played Saturday and beat Seabreeze. Deltona, I do not remember what they did right now. Maybe you They did. lost 35 nothing to St. Cloud. Maybe that's why I don't remember yeah. what they did. Yeah, these teams had very different uh, kickoff classic weeks. University, I think the big thing you should be excited about is the number of returning players. So many guys did not have a lot of varsity experience last yeah. year. Last year was rebuilding. Yeah, no they've, got, they've got 17 starters back this year. They really like Ethan Lasher, the quarterback, who was able to run for a, t a couple touchdowns in that game. 
uh, against Seabreeze. Can certainly throw what he had through for over 1,300 yards last year. They've got Jalen Brown, a running back they're really excited about to mix and match with Kyle Metium as well. Um, you look at Deltona, it was just a, it was a struggle last week. They, they don't really know what they have at quarterback yet. They, they've tried uh, Eli Patton, who's also been a wide receiver for them. Um, they're they're going to try to run the ball. I think that's where they really want to live is, is on the ground yep. with Javian Moore Felton, a, a newcomer from Winter Springs, and pushing behind an offensive line that's led by Riley Belden at six foot six and three hundred and twenty pounds. But University is going to have a a, lot, a big chip on their shoulder. They're going to have a lot to prove in this game. They lost for the first time in eight meetings all time last year, mm-hmm. and, and they will not forget about that. Quickly, uh, New Smyrna and Sham Pagnat. <laughs> I know that's not how you pronounce it, but I quite frankly don't care because they're all the way down in Miami and no one from Champagnet's going to watch this. Uh, tough test for New Smyrna. That's a two-way powerhouse down there. Yep, they're the defending champs. They're the number one team in the AP poll. Uh, and they've got a handful of players that came in from Miami Central. Jalen Harrell, a Florida State commit at cornerback. Jesus Machado, a very good pass rusher. Uh, it's going to be a tough test. It's a, it's a smaller team. It's kind of what you get with a 2A school, but they have a lot of good players across the board. Yeah. New Smyrna is going to have to figure out what what way they want to attack them. Are they going to try to throw it with the two quarterbacks they have back with Lake Jowers and Cam Martell, or are they going to try to run it, which is kind of what their bread and butter has always been. They've got a handful of running backs that they do like with Antonio Muscati yeah. and uh, Omari and Brown and a few others as well. We all picked Champagnet. We did. Whoever that is. Is yeah. it Champagne? Chan- Champagnat. Is no, I like Champagne better. For the second week in a row, our camera has held up. I added a little extra cushion in the front of it this week, so I don't think it was ever going to fall. But before we tempt fate, let's go ahead and sign off. Before we leave, though, uh, our new Facebook page. Yes. Volusia Flagler High School Football. Is that the name of it? That sounds right. That sounds right. I don't know. We're moderators of it, so it'll probably be a disaster, and we'll probably end up getting uh, exiled from Facebook. But until then, join us. We haven't pissed off Zuckerberg yet, so we're, <laughs> we're okay. We're, we're a few days into it, and you never know how, how it'll hold up. Find that group on Facebook. Me and Chris both tweeted about it, at Zach Dean DBNJ, at Chris Boyle DBNJ. He'll be at Maitland Deland game tomorrow night. I'll be at Spruce Creek Seabreeze. It's going to be a fun start to the football season. For Zach Dean, Chris Boyle, we'll see you Friday.